0: You know, it's such great tradition. So many great uh, media members that, that cover it, and uh, you know, we just try to have a little fun uh, supporting our teams. I, I love what we do here because I can actually talk about football from a from an unbiased perspective. But everybody knows I played at Florida. Everybody knows I love the University of Florida, and and I'm allowed to to have some fun with that too. So let's make sure people re- remember uh, Peter
1: and uh, Chris host mornings on SEC Network, and. They made a bet on the College World Series championship. I mean, you had to feel pretty good after game two.
0: Well, I felt really good heading into it because Florida had, had had a nice, smooth run for the most part. Um, the pitching was set up perfectly. You were going to have Sprout available for game one, and LSU's um, rotation was messed up, and their bullpen had been stretched. Um, what a difference, you know, one hit here or there makes in that bottom of the 10th. Um, White Lankford hits the line drive with a man on first and second out to left field. Left fielder makes a great play on it or or else that game's over. And and Florida wins the series in two with the way they dominated in game two. But the worst part about it, Dave, was like I was out in in Vegas. I was heading on a father-son trip with a bunch of other father-sons down the the Colorado River through the Grand Canyon. So as I was getting on the the plane, the last thing I saw was Florida scoring, like, runs 21-22 in game two. I didn't see what happened on Monday night because I was on the river. No service. Somehow, like, in the middle of the week, I get, a, like, a random ping that comes through. And the only thing that's delivered is a text from Peter Burns that has a gif of an LSU player grittying with a, uh, a boombox on his shoulder. I didn't know what the score was, but I knew from that text that I was going to be dressing up here on the way to media days. We're talking with Chris Doring
1: quickly before we actually get on to something that's actually important. Uh, What airports did you go through? And, I mean, the uniform included the sliders, which we know when you're playing on the road, you know, guys dress in full uniform regalia.
0: I'm glad you mentioned that because there was some criticism that I didn't complete the outfit very well by not wearing, you know, cleats or spikes or something. But I thought that was the most authentic. Anybody that's played baseball knows you show up to the ballpark with your slides on. You put the cleats on or the spikes on in the locker room and you head out. Um, but credit to, uh, to two guys, Greg Stringfellow at LSU and our guy Jacob Hester. They sent me the authentic uniform, everything all the way down to the stirrups and belt. Um, it was very goofy, but uh, traveled from my house to the Gainesville Airport, went through security, got on the flight. Um, Peter Burns was waiting for me in Charlotte to get off. I had to walk through the Charlotte airport, uh, got on the flight, and and I got upgraded, which is always great, but I got upgraded to 1D, which is the first seat that everybody getting on the plane sees. I'm sitting down there, and then when I get off of Nashville, I'm the first guy off the plane. and. It's crowded as I've ever seen the Nashville airport. Everybody looking at me and uh, really couldn't have been more awkward for me.
1: You can see pictures on 103.3 The Goat. We posted a story on it or 103.3TheGoat.com. All right, let's talk about the 2023 season. Let's talk about your Florida Gators, former Louisiana Raging Cajuns head coach. Billy Napier got off to a big start with a, a big win against Utah, and then it was a roller coaster ride for the rest of the year.
0: Yeah, you know what? Um, I think what Florida fans are now understanding is that the task that Billy Napier Faces is, is much greater than what anybody expected uh, the rebuild job is significant it starts with you know upgrading the talent you saw a lot of uh transition in terms of of the roster turnover in the offseason uh, florida had 20 new 29 new faces that made their debut in the spring and in, in the orange and blue um, they're continuing to, to add talent but um, the schedule is challenging this year, and it's even more challenging in 2024. So I, I think the, 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 the program can be in better shape the next couple of years and not necessarily reflected in terms of increased wins. How much increased pressure is on Billy and the,
1: and the Gators because the rival is the two-time, division, or two-time national champions that happen to
0: be in their same division? That hurts. I think the rise of Mike Norvell's program in Tallahassee hurts and puts a little more pressure on. I think the fact that Josh Heupel did what he did at Tennessee so quickly also ratchets up the pressure a little bit. And I'm a lifelong Gator fan. Both of my parents graduated from the University of Florida. I love the Florida fan base, but one thing they are not is patient. And uh, this is a a circumstance that requires patience. And uh, hopefully Florida understands that it's going to be a a, a little bit, but they got the right guy in Billy Napier and and just to kind of chill out a little bit. I'm wondering about the two or three fans that
1: understand the task at hand. (laughs) I'm not sure. It's more like 80,000 do not understand it because that's all college fan bases. Or let's talk about those uh, LSU Tigers. Did they win too much too fast? Because I'm not sure anybody thought they were going to be division champs and play in the SEC championship game. Now they're expected to return and actually compete and win it this season.
0: What a difference a year makes, right? Last year we were heading into media days wondering whether Brian Kelly was the right hire. Is he a good fit for the state of Louisiana? Um, Then they go out and look terrible against Florida State. And I don't think there was a a team that showed more growth um, and and increased continuity than than what LSU did last year. I've come to really respect and love Brian Kelly. So happy that he's in our conference. Um, But you bring up an interesting point. Did they win too much too soon? The bar is set pretty high. But I think uh, LSU as a whole, uh, Brian Kelly as a coach, and and that program – wants to have that sort of expectation. It's a good position to be in, uh, but I think it does bring a little pressure. And and Peter Burns and I had this conversation the other morning, like, should they be a team that's on the top three as it looks in terms of teams with the most pressure? I had Texas A&M at number one. I had Alabama at number two. Actually, had Florida at number three. But I think you could make an argument that winning that much that quickly does ratchet up the pressure and expectation a bit amongst the fan base. Wrapping things up with Chris Doring,
1: former Florida wide receiver now with the SEC Network. Uh, Let's talk about the playoffs that are coming up because we think there's pressure now on these college coaches. Miss a playoff with 12 teams or what I think is going to be ending up being 16 teams. You're never going to hear the end of it. You can make an excuse when it's only four teams, you know, Make it three or four times that, and you miss a playoff two years in a row, that's going to be a problem. It shouldn't be, but it will be.
0: Well, great opportunity also comes along with, with uh, great expectation as well. And um, again, Peter and I talked about this this morning. You can make an argument that next year, when the 12 team playoff debuts, that, you know, probably. 10, 11, 12 of the teams are going to go into the season thinking that they should be playing in the college football playoffs at the end of the year. You're only going to get four of them at the most, and, um, you know, there's going to be some some disappointed fan base. Now, throw in the fact that you got Texas and Oklahoma joining, and what I expect to be a, a nine-team conference schedule eventually here in the SEC. Yeah. Coaches uh, in this league have lamented the idea of what that means in terms of uh, additional losses to half of the, the teams in the league and, and what that's going to do to uh, create an expectation for the, the fans at, at respective schools in this league that they should be playing for a, uh, a national championship in that playoff. He still looks like he could play. How would batting practice go with the Nashville
1: Sounds yeah, last night?
0: Man, Dave, we had such a good interview, and then you bring that up. <laughs> I, I, w- I had no idea. I did not know. Dave, I went out there and not only did I go 0 for 10 at, at 95 mile per hour off the uh, pitching machine, Darinoka went before me and had five that he put in play. So I'm embarrassed about this. I've, I've been on a tough losing streak and uh, it continues. So I need I need a slump buster, man. I got <laughs> did not. It was not meant to be a competition, but it has kind of been framed that way now. And he's uh, certainly enjoying his success and my failure. He's Chris Doring, SEC
1: Network, on a Tuesday afternoon sports chat, 103.3 to go. Thanks so much, Chris. Have fun this season.
0: Oh, thank you, Dave. Good to be back with you, man. All
1: right, Chris Doering uh, from the SEC Network. We were expecting Jim Nagy, uh, <clears throat> executive director of the Senior Bowl, uh, but he went to go out and get a bite to eat. Uh, and since it's raining cats and dogs, I'm going to doubt that he's going to join us. Just, just let you know, that was the plan. I think we're going to. We say this all the time, right, Lyndon? Life is about making the adjustments. Facts. Uh, we will come back uh, and make those adjustments. All right, what do you think about what uh, what Chris Doring said about um, Florida and, and LSU and such?
2: Look, I, I I liked what he said about LSU, especially towards the end about how. He didn't, ex- he didn't think that the pressure would be on, but because they won so much so fast, it will be. And look, Dave, we talked about this a bunch on this program. I've talked about this on Inside the Huddle. LSU will have pressure on it. Brian Kelly will have pressure on it because the fans are now expecting you... To beat Bama again, to go to the SEC championship and face Georgia. Now, whether or not you win or lose, we shall see based upon how you look during the season. But you're returning Jaden Daniels. You're returning a lot of these players. They expect at least to be a ten-win team at minimum.
1: The LSU would be it. So you're gonna you're gonna tell me who you're gonna tell me? Uh, Alabama and who? Florida State?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the only two teams you could say. That you would think that right? yeah exactly that they would lose to, but even then, I think they could beat Florida State. And and to your point yes. about Bama, it's like I gotta, but it is in Bama. That's the difficult thing. It is in Bama, but I gotta see who their quarterback is. I know what Jaden Daniels can do, but what can your quarterback do?
1: Who is your quarterback? That's right. That that's the thing. We just had Tony Barnhart say, and you know, Jalen Milrow is probably going to be a pretty good college quarterback. He's just not on that level. As the other guys, and you know, it took Tua everything—not to it. It took Bryce Young everything to beat uh Texas. It took everything for him to beat A uh, and M. And it took every—well, he was out. He was out against A and M. Uh, it took everything for him to almost beat LSU and almost beat uh, Tennessee. Right? It's not just only, as Chris Doring said, it wasn't only a couple of close losses that they had, but they had some close wins. Yeah. Ole Miss, A and M, Texas, uh, and so. Again, what I've been saying for a couple of years, they just they've gotten good replacements, right? I, I heard for a long time being in Alabama, you know, we don't uh rebuild, we reload. Well, they, they where's Devontae Smith? Yeah. Where's Jamison Williams? Where's Jalen Waddell? Right? Where's Henry Ruggs uh the third, right? That kind of thing. They haven't so, had a
2: running a legitimate running back threat in a while. And they used well, to be just a
1: couple years I mean they used to be running years. back you. Right. I mean, it's been a couple years. They had, I mean, they had Najee Harris in COVID year. That's when they won the last national championship. So that was just a few years ago. All right. Let's take a timeout. Uh, We will see if Jim Nagy joins us uh, soaking wet. I'm going to doubt that. Uh, We do have a couple of players that we can choose from. We will do that next. Chris Gordy is scheduled to join us at the bottom of the hour. I'm excited for that. on SEC on a uh, live and in person. How about that? I'm
2: I'm excited about that because I saw Gordy talk to, um, To Brian Kelly and was talking about Nussmeier, so I want to hear what what you ask him about, the the Nussmeier-Jaden Daniels thing.
1: Okay. All right. We'll hear about that. We'll do that next. Well, we'll do that with Chris Gordy at the bottom. We will see what we will play uh, next if if we're not going to get Jim Nagy from the Senior Bowl because I think he's going to be a little wet. We'll get Jim later on in the week if that's what happens. Back after this. Dave Schultz. Live from SEC, a meaty days brought to you by Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Andrews Insurance, division of Hub International on 1033 The Goat.
3: Well, I'm standing on a corner in Winslow, Arizona. And such a fine sight to see. The then they're full of, of sheep. Yeah. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. Hey, just stop by to say hello, and my gosh, look how busy it is in here. How'd you get all these customers?
0: Yeah, this month has been a record breaker.
4: You know, for a long time, we had decent business coming in by word of mouth, but we weren't growing. Lately, though, a lot of folks have been finding us online, and that's made all the difference.
1: That's terrific. I wish I could figure out how to do that with my shop, but I have no idea where to start.
0: Just do what I did. It's not as hard as you think. Go to mylocalcustomers.com to see exactly how many searches there are for businesses just like yours. Okay, then what? Well, if you see there are a good number of clients searching in our area, you'll also get some suggestions for the best way to get their attention. Do
5: you
4: think there are a lot of people searching for my business? Only one way to find out. Go to mylocalcustomers.com. It's quick, easy, and free. Go to mylocalcustomers.com for a free local customer analysis that will show you how many customers are searching online for your type of business. It's quick, easy, and free. Visit mylocalcustomers.com. That's mylocalcustomers.com.
3: The best sports talk in Arcadiana. 103.3 The Goat continues its off-season college football coverage and will be live at Sunbelt Media Days in New Orleans.
1: Hey, KDiana, it's Dave Schultz. 103.3 The Goat's off-season college football coverage rolls on from New Orleans. Sports Chat will be live from the Sunbelt Media Days July 25th and July 26th.
3: 103.3 The Goat's coverage of Sunbelt Media Days are powered by Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Andrus, a division of Hub International.
5: Victor
6: deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. At four in the morning, my phone rang. They said, I regret to inform you that your husband was wounded in action. Victor sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. I was doing
3: school full time, and I was also then caring for Victor. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. I just didn't want to forget
6: that I also had goals and that I also had a life. What I did is I challenged Victor to meet me halfway. There are almost 6 million military and
3: veteran caregivers across the nation. We have our own journey, and we can fulfill that journey at the same time that we are helping our loved one.
4: Visit aarp.org caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.
2: What I know about courage, I learned from my adoptive mom. She said sometimes you just got to hold on and know we'll get through this. Mom, we are so high up. Hold my hand. <laughs> no, you hold my hand. Here we go. Ah!
4: Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. Visit adoptuskids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council.
3: If it wasn't for goats, we wouldn't have coffee. Look it up. Come want get some coffee. You want some coffee? No, thank you. I'm fine. And the best sports talk in Arcadiana 1033 the goat. <laughs>
1: All right, Dave Schultz, live at SEC uh, Media Days. It is a monsoon outside, or it just stopped, actually. So uh, we got Chris Gordy. Well, slow it down a little bit. Uh, we got Chris Gordy locked on SEC coming up at the bottom of the hour. We'll see when Jim Nagy comes at maybe uh, another day. Uh, we do have Luke Deal, the Auburn tight end. Yes, we do. Want to play that right now? We'll right. do that, and we'll see if Jim shows up. If not, we'll go to uh, Chris Gordy here at
2: 4.30. All righty. Give me one.
1: So Luke, Luke uh, joined us for like three minutes, and that's why we can sneak it in uh, right now.
2: Okay. I got it ready to go now, so we can play that right now.
1: Dave Schultz back at SEC Media Days on Sports Chat, 103.3 uh, The Goat, powered by Lafayette Roofing uh, and Dwight Andrus Insurance, a division of hub international we're here with auburn tight end luke deal why are tight ends so underrated when maybe the best player in all of college football plays tight end in the sec
7: yeah uh they're not we're not offensive linemen we're not with receivers and we're kind of somewhere in the middle and i think a big part of playing tight end is doing the dirty work which is why i think they're so underrated Uh, you do, do anything that, that helps the team win, and that's why I love playing tight end.
1: You guys open up the offense for everybody else. It's usually a mismatch. Either you're, you're faster than the linebackers and uh, bigger than the safeties.
7: Yeah, that's why everybody plays with one. Um, you, you think about it. In high school, there's some people who play 10 personnel with no tight ends out there, but that, usually that's because they don't have the guys. There's a reason why the NFL is very tight end driven, and so is college football now. How much does Hugh Freeze want to use the tight end? A lot. A lot uh, we all know his track record he's got he's had some pretty good ones in the past uh, Evan Ingram comes to mind just got paid I think pretty recently ago so um, yeah he loves to use us in different ways and make sure that we're a really versatile offense and a versatile room.
1: Now we saw—I don't know if you've had a chance to see the, the Netflix quarterback thing. Kirk Cousins was having difficulty, you know, getting into the new offense of his new head coach, and he's like a 10-year pro. How long does it take before the team gets comfortable in a new system?
7: Well, I love that we have spring, uh, and if you take care of your business in spring, then a lot of times it makes everything easier. So, uh, this summer, just getting back into. The mental aspect of it has been a lot easier since we had such a good spring, in my opinion. Uh, And we'll carry that into fall camp. So it's difficult, I know, for some people. But I've also been here for a long time. I've seen a lot of offenses. Um, So I'm excited for this year.
1: You have been at Auburn. And we're talking with Luke D, all tight end. You have another year. Are you going to drag this out further? Are we going to be Dr. Luke Deal when we're done?
7: No, I, I plan to have my master's in December. Uh, no PhD. Finish. No PhD. <laughs> Elijah's getting his PhD right now, actually, if you haven't talked to him already. But, uh, no, this this seems to be the last ride for me, and I just want to go out with a bang, and I want, I want Auburn to uh, just – I want Auburn people to love Auburn. I want our team to represent Auburn, and I want us to go out and fight every single day.
1: All right, so you have a chance to be qualified. You've already graduated to play in the Senior Bowl. I'm told that Jim Nagy, former scout, now executive director of the Senior Bowl, likes mature players, right? You're married already. How, how did that come about, and why did you get married so early?
7: Uh, when you know, you know. Uh, in my opinion, I just I, I love this girl. Her name's Ansley Deal. Give her a little shout-out. Um, but yeah, I got married a little over a year ago, and uh, we were able to buy a house together, uh, thankfully, and just working every day to try to be a great husband. Try to. <laughs> so how does that go, honey? How was class? Who did you block today? What? Uh, how does that conversation go at dinner? Here's the thing. you got to get you the right one if you're going to be in this business uh, and be married. She'll, she'll come up to me with different football details and ask me about certain plays on offense. Well, did you... Did you block down on the five technique right here? I'm like, okay, I don't, I've had enough football for the day, but she, she knows her ball, so it's definitely fun.
1: He's Luke Deal. He is with the Auburn Tigers. Tight end, my favorite position. Everybody knows that. Best of luck this season, and thanks very much for stopping on Sports Chat 103.3 to go. Yes,
7: sir. Thank you very much, War Eagle. All right. Your favorite uh, position is quick... tight end?
1: My favorite position is definitely the tight end.
2: Interesting. Okay, so wait, can I ask you a question? Or do you have someone coming on?
1: Not yet, no. Who do you
2: think is the best tight end of all time?
1: Well, that's a good question. I guess Travis Kelsey is headed that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rob, right now it's Rob Gronkowski, but that's going to be lasted for Travis Kelsey. Right? You've, had these, you've had these guys that are... Rob Gronkowski and Travis Kelsey are impossible to cover, right? They are faster than the linebackers and bigger than the safeties. You can't cover them. And if you do cover them, guess what happens? If you do double team him, then you can open. run up the middle yeah. because you don't have that linebacker covering uh, the run. So all of a sudden, now if you got Kelsey blocking uh, the linebacker, or taking the linebacker with him on a draw play or something along those lines, now you're already in that second level of the running. And if you can, you know, get some blocking and allow him to go deep, right? I know a lot of the stuff that Kelsey catches is underneath, but some of it is, you know, into the second level of defense. He's a mismatch. You can't cover him. And that opens up everything else. We saw, right, with, you know, Tyreek Hill, you know, he left. They still won the Super Bowl yep. because of Travis Kelsey. I'm not sure. I'll put it this way. Uh, if you put Travis Kelsey on the Dolphins and kept Tyreek Hill, I don't know if Kansas City wins the Super Bowl. How about that?
2: No, look, I mean, you, you're, you are right. And Travis Kelsey, to me, and I think the reason why, I think Patrick is going to win for a long time. Is because of what you said. It, Andy Reid took went the Tom Brady route with his with his thing. As long as we have Travis Kelsey and Mahomes, we can win. It doesn't matter if we have a running back. It doesn't matter if we have wide receivers. That's the Gronk and Brady of this generation. I think. To your point, I do think Kelsey will be the best of all time. I do think Antonio Gates gets no love for revolutionizing the position because you don't get Kelsey's and Gronk's without Antonio Gates, though. I will say that.
1: You're so young. You're so young. You're so young. You're so young young when Antonio Gates. Now, Antonio Gates was special because he didn't play college football. He played college basketball at Bradley University. That's what makes Antonio Gates so special. But people like Ben Coates... You know, back in the day, and Ben Watson back in the day, right? Ben Watson, another one of those mismatches. He's running around here, right? I don't know if you've, you know, you probably don't remember this play, probably a little young, but why don't you, on YouTube during the break, as Gordy will sit down here in a minute, why don't you YouTube Ben Watson catching Champ Bailey? How about that? All right. Check out that play. Bailey intercepts Brady, and Ben Watson doesn't come from behind. He comes from behind and across the field. (laughs)
4: <laughs> oh. Um,
1: so these, these guys are all mismatches uh, when they are fast and strong. It's not the lumbering tight end that catches a three-yard pass, right? It, it, you know, from, from the Dallas tight ends, from Novacek to Jason – who was the other one? Witten. To Jason Witten, right? These guys are – their guys are fast. Shannon They're big. Sharp. Uh, Shannon Sharp. I mean, he's a great example of one of the great tight ends, right? Comes from, like, you can go to, like, Savannah State. Yeah. You know, small school. And then Tony, Tony, you can't forget Tony G. Tony Gonzalez, same thing. Also, I think Tony played football, but he was also a basketball player. I believe so. He played basketball at Yale. Yeah. But, you know, you go back to Ben Coates and my guy, Russ Francis, who was with the, you know, Patriots back in the day, Dwight Clark. Right, they, you know, everyone remembers Jerry Rice and John Taylor, but Dwight Clark's the one who made the catch. Dwight Clark, you know, there's no way Roger Craig gets thousand yards rushing and thousand yards uh, uh, receiving without Dwight Clark on the field. It True. just doesn't happen. No, you right. The tight ends, the tight ends open up the entire offense, and if you have a legitimate threat that can, you know, go five yards and make the catch, uh, or else, you know, fake the catch and go 15 and go past people, it is, uh, it's an impossible thing to cover, uh, and. Uh, what it does is it opens up the, the rest of the receivers, so and the running game. So, yes, I do believe that. Good
2: to find, I'm glad that we figured out that's your favorite position. I, well, at least I'm glad I figured out because I didn't know. That's what's up.
1: It is. Yes, it's by far my favorite position. It is underutilized. Had a thing with Napier. If we see him, you know, I'll ask because I asked about the tight end all the time. Matt Barnes, why aren't you throwing to the tight end more? <laughs> and he always <laughs> said, I know you like that, so ask your question about the tight end. So we'll see if uh, if we get Billy Napier on. Uh, later this week. All right, let's take a timeout. In this case, we know that um, Jim Nagy did not blow us off. Uh, It looks like it has slowed down rain-wise, but it was a monsoon, and he went out to get something to eat, so he was waiting for an Uber to come back. Uh, We'll put him on after Chris Gordy. Should uh, they arrive, they may come back uh, tomorrow. All right, let's take a timeout. We got Locked On SEC's Chris Gordy coming up next. We are live from SEC Media Days. It's a Tuesday afternoon sports chat.
3: On 1033 The GOAT. Download the free 1033 The GOAT app now. Right now. You've got mail and the very latest sports news now. Did he say what I think you said? 1033 The GOAT. Introducing the RLB Construction Respond, Assess, and
1: Secure Homeowner Program. Your ultimate solution for storm aftermath recovery. Renee, tell us the exciting news.
0: Gone are the antiquated days of waiting for a hurricane to pass then starting your recovery plan. Hurricane Laura, Delta, and Ida taught us that valuable lesson. When disaster strikes, we understand the urgency and stress that comes with it.
3: That's why our program offers immediate support to our homeowners. Our experienced RLB team will swiftly respond Respond to your call, ensuring your home is safe and protected while you stay
0: in the safety of your evacuated location. With the RLB Construction RAS Homeowner Program, you no longer have to face the aftermath of a storm alone. Find out all the perks at RLBConstruction.com and become a member today
4: at no cost. Get all the details and sign up today at RLBConstruction.com. That's
1: RLBConstruction.com.
5: don't sweat the small stuff
4: just nail the big stuff like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size learn more at nhtsa.gov slash the right seat visit nhtsa.gov
5: slash the right seat brought to you by nitza and the ad council
6: dan hicks with paul azinger welcoming you back to the healthy stan classic and zing she has been absolutely tremendous today but it all
1: comes down To this shot, it does, Dan, and you couldn't ask for better conditions. 68 degrees, just a slight two mile an hour breeze, and a UV index of three. This is absolutely critical.
4: That is right. This direct exposure to midday sun could be increasing her risk to melanoma. It looks looks like she's she's making a change. Yeah, she's putting that putter back in the bag. Now let's see what she takes out. Oh wow, looks like she's pulling out a 15. I don't know. Looks like she's going with a 30.
1: Strong choice. She's going to want to use the recommended SPF 30 even on a cloudy day.
5: And notice how. she's using broad-spectrum sunscreen. And a generous amount, too. Incredible. That was a masterful performance.
4: That was pretty good, too. Stand up to cancer and Optum want to help you reduce your risk for cancer. Visit TakeAHealthyStand.org. I'm Shinola Hampton. I support the Feeding America network of food banks because they help provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at FeedingAmerica.org.
3: Thirsty for intelligent sports talk? Sounds like you need a little Goat Array. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time.
4: Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest.
3: Don't you cry no more.
1: All right, Dave Schultz, live back at SEC uh, Media Days on a Tuesday afternoon sports chat. Uh, Jim Nagy from the Senior Bowl uh, has made it back to the hotel uh, doing a little quick change, and he'll join us here in about 15 or 20 minutes. At the top of the hour, we got Connor O'Gara from Saturday down south. And then we also have Cedric Van Pran at the bottom of the next hour, the uh, Georgia offensive lineman. We have a couple other players we can play uh, as well. But now we have live and locked in. It is locked on SEC host Chris Gordy. How are you? I'm good, man. What's going on, Dave? Well, apparently the doors blew open over here. I saw that. All right. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't, it's like, is there a tornado coming? Because I didn't understand why everyone's just looking at rain. But apparently, Violent
5: rain. Somebody said it was a red wave ahead of Nick Saban coming. <laughs> it is the tide. <laughs> right, raining down. Right, and that it is uh, it's ready. To when go. you say somebody, you're talking like Chris Marler. That's who. Yeah, I'm, st- I'm starting to get angry, Dave, because I'm, you're on in Lafayette. We've got some some LSU folks in the audience. Sure. I think unobjectively, and I went to LSU, but I, I you know, I was when I said it was time to fire Coach O, I Like I can step aside. I call it like I see it. Right. Um... I think LSU should be favored in the West. I, well, right. Objectively, when we look at what they return, they bring back almost Correct. everything on offense. They bring back their offensive coordinator. They bring back their defensive coordinator. They bring back Harold Perkins. They bring back all these pieces. They get Mason Taylor back. Um, continuity on offense matters. So many LSU and Vanderbilt are the only two schools in the entire conference that bring back their head coach, their OC, and their quarterback. starting quarterback. I think you've got to put a lot of stock into that. And this whole default thing to just, well, Saban gets the benefit of the doubt. Why? Why do we just get well, Saban the benefit of the doubt now? Yeah, like, I don't.
1: I'm not. I don't, I don't do that. Well, I predicted. My, my prediction hasn't changed yet. Yeah, I had them losing to Texas, or I have them losing yeah. to Texas last year. So mm. I think they're going to lose two ball games. I'm taking the under ten and a half, but now it's like minus one eighty-five, Gordy. It's going to cost me almost two hundred dollars yeah. to win
5: hundred. The they they always bring up the 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 LSU and T- and uh, Tennessee games last year. Alabama almost won, right. but we forget. A&M was at the goal line and had a chance to win it. Right. The Texas game, Texas had them beat. Right. If Quinn Ewers doesn't go down, they probably do win that game. Right. So there's just Ole so, Miss, yeah, the Ole Miss. There's just so many moments like that, and I just, you know, Saban has hit. Home home runs it feels like every time he's had to replace coordinators, but eventually one time it's not gonna work. One time it's not gonna be the home run higher. And Kevin Steele and Tommy Reese, I can't oh, just well, say I,
1: I laugh at Tommy Reese. That's the whole I other can't story.
5: just say they're both gonna be great. Now Kevin Steele could be he could be halfway decent and they'll sure. be okay, right? I mean he's just gonna blitz, blitz, blitz and right. they'll get after it. But the Reese thing is very it's very risky and it's very fascinating to watch what Jimbo Fisher did, hiring Bobby Petrino, going old school, right. whereas Sabin's going, all right, well, well, this happened, this worked last time around with Lane Kiffin. Let's go get the young up-and-comer in Reese.
1: I, I was still on the radio in Mobile when he got hired, and I laughed at it, right? I'm a Syracuse guy, uh, and just laughing and kind of throwing a conniption the way Tommy Reese was playing offense against Syracuse. They're playing in that ridiculous, you know, Three-two-five defense, and they can't stop the run, and yet they continue to throw passes, and he continues to throw interceptions and incompletions. Yeah. And you know he's yelling at the quarterback when I'm yelling at Tommy Reese, and I'm actually rooting for Syracuse. So good luck to Alabama uh, with that. But it's not in this case; it's not the OC, right? It's the quarterback, right? That could still be good, right? But is he on that a level of the last four? Alabama quarterbacks who have been elite.
5: Yeah, that's the problem. It's, it's whoever the starter is, I don't think will be as good as Bryce Young or Tua but or Mac Jones or, or Jalen Hurts or Mac Jones <laughs> or yeah. J- well, Jalen Hurts he had some ups and downs at Alabama, but um, you know, but it's, it's not to say like somebody told me that they think Ty Simpson could end up being the guy. Ty Simpson's very talented. I can make a case. Ty Simpson could have a better year than KJ Jefferson. Will he have a better year than Jaden Daniels? I don't know. Uh, Carson Beck, but Georgia will see. But I just – I don't – I'm over the Saban gets the benefit of the doubt because it just the, – these last couple years, um, you know, even pl- playing Georgia in the national championship game, those are games Saban typically wins. And, you know, when that, when that happened, it was like the tide turned a little bit. And, Pun intended. Yeah. And, and then last year, a couple losses sneak up. I just – it's hard for me to look at a team that lost the Bryce Young, the, the, the Heisman Trophy winner, number one pick in the draft, and Will Anderson – and you're going to get better. And Jameer Gibbs. You're gonna, yeah, and you're going to improve. You're right. going to improve your win total. That's right. just, it's hard for me to see that. So I, I, think, I think there's a little disrespect for LSU. And I think when the, the media poll comes out later this week, I think you're going to see people picking Bama in the West. I just saw my buddy Stephen Willis who does Locked On all Miss. He just tweeted, here's my order of finish. He's got Bama first in the West. I just tweeted at him. I said, explain to me why. That's fine, you want to put that, but explain to me why. And if your explanation is, well, it's Saban, okay, that's not good enough anymore. Like, you got to right. give me some real football right. reason why. Correct. They,
1: and, and again, people hear me, I think that Sabin era is over, and I, I don't. I think they're going to be fine in two years. I'm just not sure of the young talent. This year, we're talking with Locked On SEC's Chris Gordy live here at SEC Media Days. All right, Lyndon Burton, my producer, said he heard you talking to uh, Brian Kelly about Nussmeier at LSU. What was that conversation about?
5: I, I just, it's the weirdest thing. They keep saying, Jaden is our starter. Jaden is our starter. Jaden is our starter. And then they go, D- Nuss is going to play. Nuss is going to play. And I, and I asked Brian Kelly straight up. I'm like, so you say Jaden's the starter, but Nuss is going to play. How's that work? And then he gave me this answer about, well, you know, Nuss is pushing him, and that's the, you got to have competition. And, and I almost wanted to clarify with him. Only had a couple of minutes, couldn't do it. Sure. But like, I wanted to throw it in a follow up and go, dude, like, explain to me. You play Auburn. Does Jaden play that entire game? All right. Then Nuss isn't playing. Like, don't sell me a bill of goods and tell me Nuss is playing. So that that was just kind of that's where I have a hard time understanding. Now look, the SEC championship game, Jaden is shaken up. He comes out, Nuss plays an entire second half and, and looks pretty he good. He looked doing. pretty good, yeah, right, right. The Georgia bo- may have called off the dogs a little bit, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, but they, there there is a whole half of football to go. Like they were. Georgia was still trying. Nuss was making some good throws.
1: Well, they took some guys out of the game. And they
5: yeah. got and they got a nice pick on him, but but that's what Nuss is. Nuss is a gunslinger. He's gonna have sure. the picks and, and that sort of thing. But um, on on the flip side, the bowl game against Purdue, they went in and said, we're going to play both, and they did play both. Like Jaden got a couple drives, and then here comes Nuss. He gets a couple drives. I just wonder, I, I don't think they'll have a two quarterback system, but I, I just envision a world where well, like,
1: so let me give you an example. Uh, ironically enough, right, in his first year with the Louisiana Raging Cajuns, Billy Napier came in, had a transfer in there, but he wanted to play Levi Lewis. Yep. Levi Lewis played every fourth series. Yeah. Whatever happened <laughs> on that series, at one point in time, he was leading the nation in handoff production because three times he handed it off and they had 80-yard touchdown runs, right. but he would come out of the game. If he went three and out, he came out of the game. If he let him on a touchdown drive, he came out of the game.
5: And Can
1: you do something? Can, Can Nussmeyer do something like
5: that? Yeah, and ironically, while Billy Napier was doing that at ULL, um, at Florida, Dan Mullen was doing the same thing, Emory Jones, and then throwing in Anthony Richardson. And, you know, it was kind of like, right. you know, oh, let's get a little momentum here. I just, I look at it as like, with LSU, like, okay, let's say you're playing Auburn, and let's say Jaden's doing okay, but you're up, I don't know, 20 to 14 at the half. What if you come out second half and here comes Nussmeyer? The entire defense has to change. The entire game plan, because the entire defensive game plan against Jaden is predicated on stopping the run, loading up the box, come up, watch, him, watch his running ability. If you come out with the gunslinger Nuss, suddenly I got to adjust. I got to put in six DBs. I got to drop everybody deep. So I don't know. It's just an interesting thought for LSU to watch as we, as we go into the fall.
1: Or the other way around. So when Napier did it, it was every fourth series did not matter. What happens if. LSU is struggling with Auburn, and they're down 10-7. Yeah. And it's end of the second quarter, and thus Meyer leads them to a touchdown. Yeah. You could certainly Do you leave that. him in for the rest of the game or are you yeah. just
5: playing the hot hand? I think you just want to avoid that idea though, because you're going to get into then, then the game ends and then you got a quarterback controversy right. he starts next week. And right. it's, you know, you get into that thing. I just, it, it just was funny because I think they kept saying that about Nuss to keep him and keep him from transferring. Ultimately, the goal here is this is Jaden Daniels last year, Garrett Nussmeier will, is probably going to be the starter for LSU in 2024. Walker Howard already transferred out to Ole Miss. So, um, but it's just it's a weird thing to keep saying, Oh, Nuss is gonna play. Well, just in like what, the four games the four cupcake games, like where is he gonna play? But I know there's a big contingent of LSU fans that like what they've seen out of Garrett Nussmeyer and they wanna see him play talking to Chris Gordy locked
1: on SEC let's talk a little Walker Howard we got a, a whole it's interesting place where he transferred right he's in the same situation that he was uh, still behind a couple of guys uh, Sanders from uh, Oklahoma State transfers in had Jackson Dart isn't even at SEC media days although he does appear to be the default starting quarterback uh, what do you think about that whole thing? Does, I mean, does Walker Howard—I would presume Walker Howard's going to play in four games this year to see what he's got.
5: Yeah, and I've heard from several people that they think Walker Howard is the backup no matter what happens with the starter. Why is that? How is that feasible? I, they have said—people I've talked to have said they think Walker Howard was that good, and the guarantee was—because at LSU he was going to be third-string. So why would he go over to Ole Miss to be third-string? Right, right, So So the guarantee was made to him, you're the backup. You're going to be second straight. Mm. We're letting Dart and Sanders battle out for number one. Now, what happens with the guy who loses that job? I don't know. I mean, Spencer Sanders, can you even can you reenter the portal again at this point? I mean, I think, he's, I think he graduated, grad transfer, so maybe you can. I don't know. It's, transfer, I'm, I'm out on rules around transfer. Correct. I don't even know what's, what's real anymore. But, um, you know, at least the early reports coming out of spring were that Jackson Dart looked really good. He cut down on all the mistakes. Cut down on the turnovers and sounds like he will be the guy and walker howard will back him up you got a surprise team um like a team that that could really surprise i mean why don't you can do it both ways yeah
1: because we always have a surprise team that plays well and a surprise team that oops
5: yeah i think so this is a, a mild surprise but like when i saw the over under total for florida was at five and a half on one book i was like take the over but you're billy napier you're at florida if you can't win six games in the sw- you know playing in the swamp, then we got problems. Like <laughs> we may have problems. I know, problems. You, I know go, you're building something. Go through
1: something. that schedule. Go through that schedule and pick yeah, up six wins.
5: But the you know the recruiting looks you know the future looks bright. Twenty twenty four. But like, Florida at its lowest, the lowest should be six and six. So like, if you can't get to six wins, then we got problems. Um, I I like Kentucky a lot. I like Devin Leary a lot. I know the, mm. the Liam Cohen. Um, you know, ingredient coming back. Will Levis had his you know monster year two years ago with Liam Cohen as the OC. I think Kentucky can be really good. Um, they got to replace Chris Rodriguez. They they bring in uh, Ray Davis, transfer from Vanderbilt. So we'll see what happens. But dynamic receivers: uh, Dan Key, Barry Brown, Tavian Robinson. They got weapons. So Kentucky could be a team of surprise. But I, I mean, I think it's Tennessee. Like, what is? Mm. Are they back? This is what we're you know felt like a couple years ago with Texas. They screamed we're back, and then it turned out they weren't back if tennessee drops back this year seven eight wins you know what happens i'm hearing from all their fans already we're back um but this is a great experiment to see you go from hendon hooker to joe milton look great in the bowl game look great against Andy. but a a full season of milton does he settle in and and is he that guy and if he does i've talked to people said they think you know he could skyrocket and be a first round pick in the the nfl draft next Mm. year so those are kind of the ones that are fascinating to watch for me. But uh, I, I still, again, I, I will continue to fight for LSU. I think they, uh, I think they should be picked to finish first in the West. But unfortunately, I think people are going to be picking Alabama, defaulting to Saban. All right, what's coming up on Locked on SEC? Yeah, we'll have a couple of interviews. we cut up with Brock Bowers, tight end from uh, Georgia, Will Rogers, Mississippi State quarterback, and just kind of doing some big picture stuff and recapping everything that happened today, including uh, finding out from the officiating that Horns Down, right. it's going to be a case-by-case basis. Right. Shut up. Just say it's not a penalty. Save us all the drama, please. Right. is right. <laughs> Chris Gordy, Locked on
1: SEC. Thanks for stopping by. All right, thanks, Dave. All right, let's take a timeout. We will be back with the executive director of the Senior Bowl, Jim Nagy, live on Radio Row at SEC Media Days, brought to you by Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Andrews Insurance, division of Hub International on 103.3 The Goat.
5: At Lofton, we're in the business of matching hard workers with some of the most sought-after employers in the Lafayette area. To Lofton, you're more than just another employee. We care about your interests, and we can help match you with a company that needs your skills. You can complete an application, schedule an interview, and even browse jobs by simply going to lofton.jobs. That's lofton.jobs. We also offer an unlimited $100 referral bonus. At Lofton, we put people to work. Lofton.jobs.
3: Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year, which means... Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Question for the audio engineer. Go ahead. Did I read that right? Discover automatically doubles all your cash back?
0: Yeah, that's what the script says.
3: So if I get a Discover card right now, I can earn twice the cash back.
0: Apparently. Wait!
6: Unlimited first-year cash-back match, only from Discover. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash
3: match.
2: Before I was adopted, I felt alone.
3: I felt nervous that I wouldn't have a family.
2: I was getting older and older. I didn't think I was going to get adopted.
3: With help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption, Lexi, Connor, and Lashawna now have a forever family and the foundation for a bright future when i was adopted it was
2: like wow i get to settle and this is permanent
3: after i was adopted i felt happy
2: adoption changed me for the better i feel like i can be whoever i want to be
3: every child deserves a safe loving and permanent home help the dave thomas foundation for adoption find forever families for children who have been lingering in foster care the longest. Learn more at DaveThomasFoundation.org.
4: The mission of Paralyzed Veterans of America is clear. Accessibility. Veterans who have served and sacrificed the best of themselves deserve access to the best our country has to offer. Access to meaningful employment access to the Veterans benefits they've earned, accessible homes and vehicles, and access to every part of their communities. With PVA staff working inside VA hospitals, no other Veterans Organization has provided more real-time, ongoing support for paralyzed Veterans and their families. PVA is proud to serve Veterans across all branches, all generations, and all conflicts. Our nation's heroes fought for your independence. Join PVA in fighting for theirs at pva.org.
3: Pardon us. Well, we butt in with a little common sense. But... 1033, the GOAT, the greatest sports talk of all time.
1: Schultz. Jim Nagy. Well, being joined by Jim Nagy, the executive director, I kind of felt like we were doing the Senior Bowl show. I know. <laughs> this, gosh, kind
5: of,
6: this is great.
1: Kind of a little, you know, uh, fell back into the habit there. We are live at SEC uh, Media Days on 103.3 The Go. People have actually got a kick out of that. You had a little chuckle.
6: Yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> we're, it's a... Uh, it's good to be back on it. it feels it feels like we're right back uh on dolphin street in uh in mobile but no i, I yeah i got caught in the monsoon so i'm sorry i'm late for the that's show. that's
1: okay no that's okay we could kind of see it happen the doors actually blew open did they really yeah the door yeah the doors are being held shut by us sand, uh
6: sandbags
1: sandbags down there yeah,
6: yeah. It, it was blowing sideways yeah it was uh, i was drenched from head to toe by the time i walked about three blocks and oh I was, goodness i was drenched oh my god yeah.
1: uh all right well i do not envy you um just the quarterbacks i can't imagine what the other positions are like and a lot of this has to do with guys sticking around for the covid year you know bo nicks uh, stuck around an extra uh, an extra year uh but just the 20 quarterbacks that dame brugler pointed out in the athletic and how many do you want to get that down to yeah, is it six, six or eight? Six,
6: yeah. six, Six usually i mean we we've done one year with eight but yeah i mean I haven't seen Dane's full list. Um, well, I did see. I can't remember it, but yeah, there, there's more than that. Yeah, I mean, there's name guys. I mean, there's guys that people aren't even talking about right now, um, like DJ Ulele from. Sure. You know, is at Oregon State now. Like he's an afterthought. Like people, right. are, I'm not. I'm not writing him off. <laughs> you know. Like, so it's it's going to be a really hard cut. There's no doubt that's going to be the most important position. It is every year, but but that's going to be a really tough cut. I'll, I'll probably lean more on the NFL for that for who we bring this year at that position than I ever have. Just because it's so muddy. There are so many names. Um, like even last year there was a lot. So it'll be interesting to see where the league comes out. So I got another guy that's not being talked about, day right now is Keaton Slovis, who was at Pitt last fall. We gave him a senior bowl invite. He decided to go back to school. Now he transferred to BYU. And he was in the same conversation when we did our calls with NFL teams last fall. He was in the same conversation with Jay Kayner, who just went to the Saints mm-hmm. in the fourth, Clayton Toon, who went to the Cardinals in the fifth, uh, Jaron Hall, who went to the Vikings in the fifth. Like, that's the grouping that that Keaton Slovis was in. And if you're just watching what's going on in the media right now, like that's not even a name that's being brought up. Right. And he was and he was higher, like I told someone else here on Radio Row, like, he came up in conversation more with teams than Michael Penix did from Washington. Uh-huh and you see people running Michael Penix's name up the board, like he's the number three guy behind, uh, you know, Williams at USC and, and Drake May at, at UNC. So it's, it, there's a lot to be determined, I guess, is the best way to say it.
1: Well, then then, then in, in Dane's article, uh, J.J. McCarthy from uh michigan and then the guy i saw play high school football again i tell people this all the time I, you can tell me what i'm looking at and i still don't know i just didn't see it with riley leonard and he is a highly touted quarterback prospect uh for duke
6: yeah those two guys are juniors so you throw some of the juniors right. you throw right. some of the juniors into the mix and it's uh, it's crazy there's not it's going to be musical chairs on draft day next april and there's not going to be enough seats i mean there's just i mean there's no way that i mean maybe 12 to 15 quarterbacks could go, but not all these guys. And there's going to be household names, college quarterback household names that won't get picked next day. When
1: we went through it. There's at least 10, we thought there were 10 teams that need a quarterback. Maybe not first round, but, I mean, do the Jets stay with Wilson because they can need a quarterback eventually after Rodgers, right? right? I don't right. know if you get them this you year. Add another young guy into the mix, yeah. You know, something along those lines. You just got to be uh, prepared. You know, does Tampa Bay take the quarterback? You know, so all those things, depending on how Baker uh, works out. All right, uh, we're talking with Jim Nagy, executive director of the Senior Bowl. What is your process here? What are you doing here to try and get players down to Mobile?
6: I just want to meet these guys. It's uh, kind of a, an easy touch point for us to come down here and meet these guys for the first time. Uh, I don't spend a lot of time with them. You know, I right. shake their hands, give you know, talk to them about, um, you know, Senior Bowl a little bit, hand them a little, a little uh, kind of printed Recruiting piece if you will and uh, and then I come down and, and, and just and get together with the coaches just catch up with those guys See if there's anyone that that we need to be on that maybe we're not on right now on the roster and then uh, And then get around and do some of this stuff and see you guys so um, no, it's, it's always a fun four days. It, I, I always forget, like, how big it is, you know? I mean, yeah. my first one was five or six years ago now. And when I was working in the NFL, like, I had no idea what SEC media is. looked like I'd heard about it. And then when I got here for the first time, I was like, whoa, this is, this is a big deal. So, um, no, it's always fun.
1: Uh, All right, what do we? What do you like at LSU? I mean, LSU always has some guys. They're usually from Mobile.
6: (laughs) Yeah, they always have. Yeah, they recruit Mobile well. Um, I I really like their center, Uh, Charles Turner, is a guy that was a first-year starter last year, and he's he's a little undersized. I I don't know why they didn't feel like they you know could go with this guy because yeah, he's only like 290 pounds, but if you put on the tape, you he doesn't get he doesn't get bullied. and I don't even think he started that opener. I was at the opener against Florida State. I don't think he started the opener. Um, but man, when he started playing, he looks like right now like a day two player, like a guy that could go in the in the third round. I mean, centers—the first center usually comes off the board in the middle of the second. Um, that's most years. So, but yeah, there was the, the SEC's got really good centers. Florida's got a really good one. Um, Tennessee's got a good one. Um, God, there's a handful of teams. Some of the best centers in the, in the country are in the SEC this year. It's, it might be the best position group across the board in the SEC is center.
1: What about uh, the Cajuns? Trey Amos transfers to Alabama, so I don't know if he's on your radar, radar the cornerback. Uh, have, you, have you gotten down to the group of fives yet?
6: Um, we are in the process of that right now. I have not. Um, our staff is. So we finished up all the, the power fives first, and then we go to the group of fives, and then we go to, like, the lower-level guys after that. So, yeah.
1: There'll be- so, no, it's small school Saturday, isn't it? So, yeah.
6: We, we do. <laughs> we, we do watch the guys that we put. Po- before I post those guys, I'll watch those guys before. So we're not just posting anybody. Small group. schools are not the group of fives. They are, no, are, they are less, than, F- less than division F-C-S one. FCS or lower. Yeah. That's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, I don't consider group of five schools small right. schools. Right. I want to
1: make sure that it was clear. Yeah. Uh,
6: yeah. No. But. But the Cajuns, they do such a great job. They, they have guys every year. Right. Um, it was weird last year not having one. You know, the year before that, we had Max Mitchell, and we, we've had Elijah Mitchell and uh, a bunch of guys shoot. We had Robert Hunt committed that one year, and then he got hurt. But, right. But right. Uh, they've done such a great job developing guys there that – Uh, I'm sure there'll be a couple guys for us.
1: Talking with Jim Nagy uh, at SEC Media Days, powered by Lafayette Roofing and uh, Dwight Andrews Insurance, division of Hub International. All right, when does the Senior Bowl watch list uh, come out? And does that grow because we have all these extra players still in college? Yeah,
6: yeah, it might grow a little bit. Um, We were at like 485 last year. Again, we try to put people on the list that have a legit chance. I'm not about filling players with false hope about playing in the NFL. It's a hard league to make. Right. So I mean, so it's usually, but it might be a little more this year because, because of the COVID year and all the guys coming back. But that'll come out at the end of August. It's always a big day for us. You know, it's kind of become a little bit of a national holiday on the college football scene. All the schools will do graphics for it and stuff. So it's it's pretty cool. That's been a that's been a big big day in the calendar for us.
1: A couple of these guys are married. I'm, I'm, I don't, you know, I'm sure Luke Deal's not on the the, the senior bowl radar, uh, but he's married. Um, Crum, uh, he can go back a sixth year but he's leaving right said, I, yeah and you said Jaden Crumity Jaden Crumity is married I, I asked him if he got down on one knee after finding out he was 65308 he was like getting down is not the hard part the, the, the getting <laughs>
6: up is the hard part I uh, love it no I, I was talking to uh, Shelly Poe the SID at, at Auburn about yeah. about those some of those guys being married and it brought me back to my first year in scouting which was like 2000 I was out west um, and I went into BYU and they had 13 prospects that year and 12 of them were married Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, I think because of COVID and the sixth year and the seventh year and all this stuff, some I mean, of these guys are getting a little older. They're they're pulling the trigger on this uh, on
1: this marriage thing. He's Jim Nagy, executive director of uh, the Senior Bowl. By the way, Take 5 is a really good candy. Yeah. Just letting you know.
6: Underrated that. candy bar. It is it is
1: a problem uh, around my waist is, is the problem.
6: It's got the pretzels in it, it and tastes the caramel and all yes, that. Yes, yes. It
1: tastes very good. All right. Uh, Good to see you again.
6: Yeah. No, All it, right. It was great, Dave. It was great. No, I we'll, appreciate uh, it. We'll be getting over your way. I'm going to make sure to see a Cajuns game, so when I do, I'll, I'll hit you up.
1: Outstanding. I use Jim Maggie, executive director of the Senior Bowl. We will be back after this. We got Connor O'Gara from Saturday down south hopping on. We are live at uh, the Senior Bowl. It is SEC at the Senior Bowl. At SEC Media Days <laughs> on 103.3 The Goat.
0: No injury. Done. Workers count. Done. Truck wrecks. Done. Keep going. And get it
7: done. Keep going. And get it done. Attorney Gordon McCurry.
4: LaFayette,
7: La twenty two thirteen
4: six thirty four. Get going. The Dell Technologies Black Friday and July event has arrived with limited quantity deals on top tech to power any passion. Save on select XPS PCs and more, powered by the latest Intel Core processors. Plus, get savings on select monitors and accessories. Free shipping and monthly payment options with Dell Preferred Account. Save today by calling 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Offered to U.S. residents by WebBank, who determines qualifications for and terms of credit.
3: Get in zone,
4: AutoZone.
5: Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil, like Valvoline Advanced, can help your engine get more miles. Right now, buy a five-quart jug and get a free STP Extended Life oil filter. That's right, free. Get started on your next job today with the parts you need, when you need them, at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in zone,
4: AutoZone.
5: Restrictions apply.
4: The all-new Nissan Ariya is a fully loaded EV. It's brimming with style mm. and power.
5: Up to 389 horses of it.
4: Innovation and intelligence.
5: E-Force all-wheel drive.
4: It'll pin you to your seat.
5: Your very plush seat.
4: The all-new, all-electric Nissan Aria. E-Force cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. E-Force and 389 horsepower available on Platinum Plus. Nissan calculation using one-foot rollout testing with long-range battery and E-Force only in sport mode with E-Step off. These results
3: are for comparison only and should not be attempted on public roads. Drive responsibly. See NissanUSA.com for details. We are the NFHS. That stands for the National Federation of State High School Associations. But really... What we stand for, together with the LHSAA, are the 110,000 high school sports students in Louisiana. And so we stand. We stand for the runners, soccer, and basketball players. We stand for their coaches, administrators, and officials. We stand for the swimmers, football players, and wrestlers. We stand for the golfers, softball, and volleyball players.
4: Lafayette Roofing, from the roof to the roots of Acadiana. We know issues with your roof can be intimidating and maybe even expensive. But not if you call Lafayette Roofing. Big or small, we handle it all at a price you can afford. We also offer our standard five-year labor and materials warranty. Lafayette Roofing takes pride in being in the heart of Acadiana and the official roofing company of your Rage and Cajuns. So if you need a roof, who else would you call? Call Lafayette Roofing. Our name says it all. 237-ROOF. That's 237-7663.
1: Dwight Andrus, a division of Hub International, is Louisiana's premier employee benefits and commercial insurance brokerage. Dwight Andrus can insure just about any risk that your business faces. Dwight Andrus specializes in the construction, healthcare, real estate, and hospitality industries. Chances are you're probably already doing business with someone who does business with Dwight Andrus. Dwight Andrus, a division of Hub International, ask to speak with Harry Potter or Brant Etier. Visit them at DwightAndrusInsurance.com.
3: 1033 the GOAT. Yeah, that's the one. K277 TQ Lafayette, 1420 KPEL Lafayette.